I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources, Eye on the Hill 2023. Live coverage from the state capitol. Coverage from the state capitol on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. We are broadcasting live from the historic Supreme Court chambers, so that feels important. We're having some great discussions about everything that's happening. Uh, obviously, a lot going on up here on Utah's Capitol Hill, uh, much of it w- which will impact the economics of the state moving forward. Uh, also happening this week, huddled in the Swiss Alps, uh, the world's economic elite are hanging out, uh, talking about everything uh, at the World Economic Forum, everything from client, climate change to the war in Ukraine. Uh, and so the big question for us is, how does this big economic forum uh, across the world impact Utah? our economy, our businesses, what does it mean for all of us here in the state of Utah? And to help us position all of that and to break that all down, Miles Hansen, of course, is the president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah, great friend of the show, great inside source for us. Uh, Miles, Happy New Year to you and uh, welcome to the show. Hey, Boyd, Happy New Year to you as well. It's always good to be on. Uh, so uh, give us your perspective. I'm sure you've had uh, one eye on the state capitol and the other on uh, Davos uh, this week. Uh, tell us uh, what you're seeing, what you're sensing there. You know, thanks, Floyd, for the opportunity to jump in and talk about this. I will say, you know, the short version up front, what is happening at the state capitol is real legislation, real policymakers coming together to come up with solutions to the problems that we're facing here in Utah and help Utah position itself for success uh, as we move forward. The World Economic Forum is a gathering of global elites. I saw one AP report referred to as a talk fest. And that is something I think is really important for people to, to, uh, to pay attention to, is that there is a difference between talking about a game and actually playing the game. And I remember when I worked at the White House uh, working on Middle East issues, and we had a TV up in the corner of the room, kind of split screen with the four major network uh, news stations up there. I remember one day they were talking for hours on end about Saudi Arabia. And I was there with my colleagues, uh, Saudis were in town. We were working on some really important issues in Syria and Iran. And I remember just looking up at what the, the public discourse was. And it was interesting and engaging and hit on some of these, these high-level issues that were happening around the world. But it was so different from the reality of being in the trenches playing the game, just like yeah. it is watching you know, the Super Bowl pregame show or the postgame show. And they bring players on to talk about the game versus anybody who's played the game of football and you're in there in the trenches hitting each other, tackling and everything else. And so that's what we're seeing at the World Economic Forum is a global elite coming together to talk about global issues. And that's important to talk about, but it's not the reality of formulating and executing sound policy, which you know yeah. people are doing in capitals all around the world, including here in Salt Lake. 
Yeah, and so important here in the state of Utah where we actually balance budgets and uh, live within yeah. our means and do some of those really radical things. And uh, so, of course, the conversations here in the hallway and in the chambers today as they uh, kick off, uh, a lot of them are economics related in terms of, of taxing and infrastructure and planning for the future. And I know that's something that uh, you focus a lot on in World Trade Center Utah is making sure that the positioning is right uh, so that when we do have those Super Bowl opportunities for Utah businesses all around the world, uh, so what are you keeping your eye on in terms of uh, things that will be helpful in terms of uh, what you're doing at uh, World Trade Center Utah uh, that can help our businesses in the state to better impact the globe? You know, Boyd, one of the, the least known about but most important bodies in the state is the state's Unified Economic Opportunity Commission. It's, it's a group that's chaired by the governor, uh, the Senate president, and the speaker, um, includes several uh, policy leaders, and then a couple of representatives uh, from, from, from outside that aren't state employees, including World Trade Center Utah, as an opportunity to be an advisor on that, on that body. And over the course of the year, uh, the Unified Economic Opportunity Commission has been looking at things like housing and water. How do we manage our growth as a state so that we can continue to enjoy the prosperity that comes with growth without losing our quality of life and the things that make Utah special? And so the Economic Commission over the course of the year has teed up uh, many different uh, policy solutions to some of these growth challenges that we're facing. And now we'll see over the next 45 days the legislature moving forward with, with executing many of those. But it was, what's remarkable about this is you have, you know, the House Senate executive branch. You've got representatives from, from across the political spectrum, uh, public and private, that are working through the course of the year to tee up solutions that then can be legislated during the session. And so we'll see several important initiatives coming out on, on, on many fronts on housing and water and growth. From the World Trade Center Utah perspective, um, one thing that I think is absolutely critical is that the state continues to uh, lean into this global engagement. What we're seeing, and this is true with what people are talking about in Davos, is that the interconnect, uh, how interconnected the global economy is. And we are an incredibly dynamic period around the world, whether it's Russia and Ukraine and geopolitics, whether it's this rapid increase of industrial policy or government intervention in the economy at the national level in the United States and other parts of the world, it really is challenging for businesses to make sense of, of, of all of this. And by the state of Utah continuing to really lean into its global engagement, it helps us to be a player in those global conversations. It helps us to be able to have the connections that we need around the world to then open up doors for Utah companies as they go out there and try to navigate all these challenges uh, that's, that's happening across the country and around the world to go and grow their business, which, of course, is critical to maintaining the strong engine of economic growth that we've experienced here in the state you know, over the past 10, 15 years. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, so what you're really saying, Miles, is that we just should broadcast what's happening up here on Utah's Capitol Hill, uh, not just around the state of Utah, but we should actually broadcast this close circuit into Davos and uh, have all of those world leaders say, look, this is how you actually get it done. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> right. You know, Boyd, I, I tell people a lot, that, and, and you've experienced this working in Washington, but in my experience working, the, the political process in Washington uh, was oftentimes destructive. 
And what I mean by that is a, a policy that comes out, oftentimes, if a policy comes out, it's worse than what either side started with. And when I came back to Utah, it was so refreshing because we have a political process here. And we, right, we see it all day, every day. The difference is our political process is constructive, by which I mean that when a policy comes out, it is almost always better than what either side started with. And we have a, a, an ability to come together and, and, and solve problems that really is a reflection of the elected officials that we have at the state level here in Utah. And there's no question that we are an example, uh, not just in the United States, but, but globally, about coming together and, and, and solving problems and not just playing politics for the sake of playing politics. Yeah, absolutely. Miles Hansen, always appreciate your perspective on this. And uh, it is such a great uh, Utah model uh, that we can point out there. And obviously with the, the economics and, and uh, inflation and all those other things going on, how we get things done uh, around here really matters. Uh, and uh, it's not one of those, uh, like many of these big events around the world of after all is said and done, more gets said than gets done. Uh, it's really actually getting to the doing part that uh, that actually matters in the end. And I, I just love the fact that here in Utah, we can have this uh, economic commission looking at things globally and that we can have the executive branch and the legislative branch and we can have outside partners and private uh, organizations together to really look at it in terms of what's practical, what's tactical, what can get done, what's sustainable and how do we prepare for the future. And uh, Miles, always appreciate your perspective on all of this and uh, we look forward to having you back real soon. Yep, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Boyd. Have a great day. All right. Again, that's Miles Hansen from the uh, World Trade Center, Utah. He's the president and CEO and uh, great perspective there uh, and really kind of framing that in terms of what is going on uh, in Switzerland uh, with a lot of talking and uh, a little bit of whining. Uh, we got a little bit of a whining going on uh, from the president of France talking about some of the things that President Biden has uh, implemented as it relates uh, uh, to things that are maybe cutting down some of their trade or some of the things that they're working on. Uh, so those will be things to, to watch and, and see. Obviously, the inflation piece, I think, is a is a big part of it. As Miles Hansen mentioned, uh, the war in Ukraine, I think, is uh, top of mind for a lot of folks. And, and actually, the first lady of Ukraine uh, spoke uh, and I think gave, uh, once again, a very stirring message to those leaders uh, in Switzerland today that, look, we, we can't just talk about this. Uh, we have to do things about this. And nothing drives freedom more than and good economics uh, and good entrepreneurship. I think it is the real driver of freedom around the world. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. We're broadcasting from the historic Supreme Court chamber here at the Utah State Capitol. KSL is broadcasting from the state capitol all day today. Uh, stick around. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come from Utah's Capitol Hill on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, 
There are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.